Second Chud Podcast of 2013. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Mr. Steve Murphy. Steve, how you doing? Doing amazingly well. Justin, how are you? Oh, there is no Justin. Justin, what? What's he doing? Tell me about that. Oh, wait. Tell me about the previous podcast. How'd that go? It went well. So this is the second podcast of the year 2013, and each episode we're down one person. Yeah. Because Justin's too busy watching the Super Problems. He's watching the Super Bowl. His a, team his team got eliminated before the playoffs. I didn't even know he liked football. Pittsburgh Steelers. Who? Oh, it's, my, it's my favorite team, too. But The who? The Pittsburgh Steelers. The picture, <laughs> bunch of thieving pirates? Well, the, 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 who, who the quarterback knew? rapes. He got, really? He got away with rape. <laughs> guess, ben, guess what's my favorite team? Yeah. Ben Rape. They're rape, out of the Super rape, Bowl? Rape, They're not in the Super Bowl. They're not in the playoffs. They didn't even make the playoffs. That's a lot of bullshit. If your quarterback rapes everybody, you should automatically, yeah, automatically make it. Get put in the big game. Yeah, well, he's he got to have the big game early. <laughs> so I guess he's in the Hall of Fame now. He will. He'll be in the. He'll be he'll be right next to Kobe Bryant. He's, yep. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Red Fame. Yeah, he's gave her gave her everything. Actually, that was kind of rude. I want to apologize for that statement. Which the Red Fame. <laughs> so uh, that's enough football. Yeah, so it is the Super Bowl. Today is the Super Bowl. Many of you are watching it. Most of you are watching it. Many of you are watching it for the commercials, which is abysmal. It's a silly thing. And anyone who's watching it to see Beyonce is a total comeback. And anybody who's watching it to see the Iron Man 3 trailer is a complete idiot. Okay. Did you like that trailer? I didn't get to see it. Why? Because it was not online. Is there a reason? Because I guess they wanted it to debut in the Super Bowl. Maybe you should put the Super Bowl on. Nope. You could validate my I'm, comment I'm, earlier. This is a Nielsen house. Big Le- fans of Naked Leslie. Gun. <laughs> I gotta like that though. So um, we were uh, we were boning up for this podcast. Yeah, we thought about this for a long time. It took us a couple of weeks to get this going, yeah. and we 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 had a lot of. So I think we're gonna, we're going to talk about is some uh, of the porn parodies we've been watching. Some of them, yeah, because we don't have time to talk about all of them. I, I've recently watched that Kramer versus Kramer divorce yeah. porn. Yeah, I saw that one too the other day. Actually, it was too much white tape for me. I was very disappointed um, that uh, the the child who was caught in the middle yeah. <laughs> got caught in the middle. <laughs> I don't like the fact that they had to call 300,000 witnesses <laughs> to her back. <laughs> uh, what other porn parodies have you been watching lately? Uh, well, let's see. Actually, I still have, appropriately enough, that Star Wars porn that uh, Andrea lent me. Yeah? It's firmly lodged in my glove compartment. Yeah, slang. Where it, no, it isn't. <laughs> it's exactly where it belongs. Maybe one day I'll see that when I grow up and actually get a massive erection. Yeah. I watched uh, The Ten Inch Commandments. Speaking of, you know, it's just turtles slapping itself silly over there. What the hell is happening? 
<laughs> I like how your downstairs area, which is not slang, has turned into a proverbial zoo. It really has. You've got a lizard over there who's being besieged by crickets. Yeah. It's too busy sleeping its ass off. Yeah. you got two turtles who are slapping each other, slapping each other with hot mops. Yeah. <laughs> you got some kind of secret snake that no one ever sees. Yeah. You got lizards in there, and I got another turtle down there. And you got a big TV. Yeah. A TV from the, from the 90s. <laughs> We're sharing a hookah, so if you hear the sound of bubbling, uh, that's good. Delightful. Yeah, it is. It's actually very nice um, and minty. I'm, pr- I'm very proud that porn parodies have become kind of the thing. I don't watch them anymore, actually. I gave up after watching the, uh, the extremely expensive Pirates porn with, yeah. uh, I forgot her name already, Jesse oh, Jane. Je- uh, yeah. Yeah? Uh, okay. Something like that. Directed by that guy with one name, June. Yeah, June June, I think is his name. It's one name, but it's twice spelled. <laughs> oh, okay. Good old June June. Yeah, that guy's got a he's got a good director's eye. He does. Yeah, he's he's got a great eye. No one can shoot widescreen like June June. Do you think uh, if you were a porn director, the casting couch, yeah, whatever, would you ever get out of it? I think if I was a, if I, I think if I was ever a porn director, I'd be like your quarterback friend. <laughs> you wouldn't need to be. You'd be auditioning for free. You mean to tell me that's not rape? No. Free sex is not rape. It's a job interview. I can't believe it. All this time I had everything wrong. I thought free sex was rape. No. <laughs> You've been doing it right. I've been doing um, this takes me back to my Babylon 5 days. Okay. Do you think uh, Do you think Ron Jeremy's going to make it? No, I don't. I don't think there's any way you can survive a heart aneurysm from for sucking your own cock. Is that how we got it? I don't know. It's got to be. How else do you get a, a heart aneurysm? It's impossible, scientifically speaking, to get one naturally. Huh. It's impossible. You can't just be walking down the street and all, accidentally your heart decides to take the loss. <sighs> poor Ron. No, poor Ron. Poor us. Poor hedgehog. Are they going to bury him in a hairy coffin? <laughs> if only. It's okay. Maybe you have a, a little bit of shaved wood on there. So Justin isn't here, so we're going to pronounce Ben Affleck's name right all night. Really? Yeah. How does he say it? A fleck. Really? Yeah. At least he's not saying it. A fake. See, okay. You were telling me that you've been watching some movies to prepare for this. Yeah, I've been catching up on some classics. Let's hear it. What have you watched recently? Well, actually, I'd like to stay within a a time range that I'm comfortable in. So I decided to turn on The Running Man and Firestarter, both from 84 and 85. The Running Man is about that dance craze? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, Stephen King went down to the disco lately and he uh, heard the latest beats. That's right. They're both Stephen King. One's a Richard Bachman. Yeah, Richard Bachman. And actually, he gets credited as Richard Bachman in Running Man. I don't know why, because it's an amazingly bad film. I'm, you'll, I'll be back only in a rerun. Which is the best line. Best line in the movie. Best line in any movie. Oh. Ever. Okay. It's great. And actually, Richard Dawson. Which is a line they stole from What's Happening. What, that? Yeah. Because rerun. I don't get it. It's one of the characters, Rerun. Roger Dwayne in Rerun. Rerun. Yeah. That's before my time. What year was that? I don't know. It's the 80s. No, that actually was my time. Oh, yeah. I just was I was too busy watching The Electric Company. I haven't watched The Running Man since VHS. I haven't watched Running Man since a couple hours ago. <laughs> I finished it. Okay, so it's got Jesse Maria, Ventura. Maria Conchita Problems. Yeah. Arnie. Yeah. Richard Dawson. Uh, Jesse Ventura. You already said him. And Yafet Koto. He, because he's holding a thermal detonator. Yes, indeed. He gets taken up with a chainsaw guy. Leatherface? 
you know, in, in a pretty amazing stunt, actually. Yeah, chainsaw guy gets on his motorbike and he races down. Cuts him in half. He does not cut no? him in half. No, he does not. Schwarzenegger cuts him in half. It tells him uh, he had to split. Right. It was his joke. How, what's this great stunt? Uh, there, he rides down, he rides down the, this great big uh, road, right? It's wide open. I'm listening. I don't know. It, it's amazing. It basically is telegraphed five years earlier. Who gets killed? Yafikoto. Because he's holding a thermal detonator. <laughs> All he does is he looks at the chainsaw and he gets, he gets hurt. His arm gets cut slightly and he dies. Oh. Yafikoto. <laughs> I'm tired of black guys getting their arm cut off and dying like, in, like Carl Weathers in Predator. I think he died the same way in Alien, didn't he? He got, he, shot, he got shot in the head by a mouth. I don't think he got shot in the head. I think he the, just, No, he, the alien takes a bite out of his forehead. No, I think he got... Didn't, he get, didn't the alien jump out and like looked at his arm and he died? No. Because I, I had the Alien uh, movie storybook back when I was a kid. Oh, really? Is that the pop-up book or the turnover the table I got book? a pop-up when I read it. <laughs> but Yafikoto, they there was a puppet <laughs> of, his, of his fucking black head. Actually, yeah. <laughs> I know that Yafikoto met his demise in Live and Let Die because Roger Moore showed up and looked at him. Who did he play? Flim Flam? No, he, he played Mr. Big. You're hey. thinking of uh, Teehee. Okay. No, Odd Job was the man with the golden gun. His favorite drink was the shot. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> really? <laughs> because is only a, he could take a shot. Is that a, a tattoo shot. joke? <laughs> take a shot. You got to take a sawed-off shotgun to take that guy out. <laughs> I like that drink, the shot. It's a container of a drink. <laughs> What's your favorite drink? The coffee mug. <laughs> If Hervé Vilche had not taken himself out, <laughs> if only he would probably be one of our, one of our great actors. I think he would be, yeah, because he did age like a fine, tiny glass of wine. That's true. <laughs> a little fucking small guy, <laughs> standing on the shoulder of giants. Yeah, they sold a tiny coffin that day. What if they? What if you get it for a cheaper price? Half off, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Or they could have buried him in a cat or something together. But he wasn't a cripple as well. Then he could have. He wouldn't have to worry about the coffin. He was after the shot. <laughs> really? Shot himself in the chest because he couldn't reach. I'm pretty sure that cripple is uh, insensitive. That's an insensitive remark. It's awful. <laughs> I want to apologize <laughs> to all you people on wheels. <laughs> Speaking of, you watched Firestarter as well. I did actually. Yeah, uh, actually, and funny enough, uh, you you brought up tonight that Running Man and Firestarter were directed by the Lester brothers. I was wrong. You're right, Richard Mark. No, Paul Michael Glazer did The Running Man. Oh, yeah, you were right. Of Starsky and Hutch fame. So Mark Lester directed which one did we look up? Mark Lester did Firestarter. And I thought it was Richard Lester, but it's oh, Mark Lester. Right. So I gave you credit for something you were totally wrong about. No, but I was, I was proud that I remembered the, the last name of the director of Firestarter. Well, Firestarter is amazing in that it's, it's awful. It's terrible. Who's the guy to patch? Yorshi Scott? Yeah, he, played, uh, he, he plays uh, Roundass, the Indian. Round ass. It's a great Indian. I got his name. Is it Rainbow? Or? Who's the no, mom? Martin Sheen's the no, not the mom. No, no. Martin Sheen's like the main villain. The mom's he's the main the, villain in the Dead Zone. Well, he's the main villain in this. Actually, he's great in the Dead Zone. But the mom in this is played by what's her face in the Waltons, the Ma Walton. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, well, whatever. And uh, the father's played by the Kurt Russell lookalike. Oh no, no, it's uh, David. Uh, and, and he's really David good. David Keith. He's awesome. He's not a Kurt Russell look like. He's got the best David, chin in the business. David, I don't think it's David, it's David Keith. Keith. Well, he looks like Kurt Russell. In the I film. fucking love David Keith. He's very good. Remember in him this. in Major League Two? 
Jack Parkman. Oh my God, from the White Sox. Yeah, Yankees, I think. Oh, the Yankees are. Did that little hip shimmy yeah, before yeah, you? Yeah. I think it's David Keith. Yeah, you may be right. You're probably wrong, but David Keith. I learned all many years ago not to question you, but you're David probably Keith wrong. was in the Lords of Discipline. But he looks like Kurt Russell in this. Well, I mean, he's he's a white guy with brown normal hair. But his curly hair. He's got the Kurt Russell the thing hair. But he's got that chin. And he plays chess with a computer and he throws whiskey on it. So it's the no, same. No, that's in that's in fucking the thing. <laughs> really? Yeah, McCready. I get him mixed up. And Drew Barrymore is good in it. And I I had heard I because I'd never seen Firestarter. I'd never seen it. I don't know how I missed it. It was eighty four. I would have been seven. Well, so Firestarter came in a the barrage of Stephen King movies like Cujo and Firestarter and Silver Bullet, fucking and the Dead Zone and Maximum Overdrive. Secret of Nim. I wish. Uh, and it's got a really terrible score by Tangerine Dream, of all things. Uh-huh. Although Running Man's got a great score by Harold Faltermeyer. Oh, Faltermeyer. That's a That is a great score, especially the main theme. Nobody has ever said great score in Harold Faltermeyer in the same I just agree. Beverly Hills Cop. I love it. It was great at the time. But it it's, still is good. It still is good. I disagree. I think it's still great. I actually watched on the DVD, they had the recording session of yeah. that score. He went to the Best Buy and hit sample on a Casio SK-1. I think so. But I'm going to have to agree with myself that that's a great score. Okay. You're right. Running Man. What a dog shit movie. It is pretty horrible. Although, if it was remade now, it'd be, it would probably be very good. It'd be The Hunger Games. Well. Uh, the book's shit, too, though. Richard the, Dawson's the best thing in it. That's scary. He wasn't even the best thing on The Family Feud. He's the best thing in that by far. Schwarzenegger looks embarrassed. And to say that is a joke. I think I think um, I think I felt really bad about Richard Dart. Like he died, he had a shitty, shitty end. Then they made that series about him. It was fucking awful. Yeah, the creek. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. The funny thing is, his hair is great and running. Is we we're in the we're the weekend is ending right now where a great Stallone flick failed. A week after, you know why failed? Schwarzenegger film failed. Failed because I didn't see either of them. Well, because you don't like to go to the movies. I was too busy watching Running Man. Yeah, at home for free. <laughs> it wasn't for free. I had to rent the damn thing. Yeah. You're marked somewhere in a database. I'm sure you I watched am. the fucking. You rented the Running Man now and Firestarter. Yeah, you fucked up. Well, Firestarter was the wife's choice, and I disagreed with her at the time, and then I watched it and I hit her. This is why I'm speaking to you from Dagobah. <laughs> you hit your wife for renting Firestarter? And then I got her back from, I rented Running Man. Yeah. And she oh, didn't like, watch, she watched it. She, she left. That's from the handbook of how to win all your it, wife all back. Took, all it took was the Vestron credits to show up and she left. I miss Vestron. She left me. Yeah, that's it. Uh, then I watched This is 40, which was the worst thing I'd have yeah, ever done in my life. It's disappointing. It's a horrible thing. It's a horrible, horrible creature upon this earth. <laughs> But uh, you you do get to the privilege of seeing uh, John Lithgow and who's the other old guy in the movie? Uh, what's his Albert name? Brooks? Yeah, Albert Brooks. They get to square off a little bit. Yeah, but it's who cares? You get to see Leslie Mann's tit. Do you? Yeah. Well, there was a time. I'm not sure if it's worth There's a time it. where that would have been great. Yeah. She still looks good in this, though, I have to say. Although she, her character she, is completely ridiculous, she, and Paul Rudd's is extraordinarily unlikable for Paul Rudd. She probably ought to eat a few more things before she. Uh, yeah, she's they, just they make broad. a joke. They make a joke about it. They call her Karen Carpenter. Oh really? Yeah. The, the, well, the best part in the whole film is the, the blooper the, during the end credits. Okay. As where the comedian from one of those horrible shows my wife watches, uh, the bigger chick, the fat chick, making all those jokes. The the one who Michelle uh, 
Yeah. Uh, whatever her name is. But anyway, she just goes off on them. It's a scene where they're in the principal's office and she's uh, Leslie yeah, Mann affronting yeah, her late. son. Anyway, she just goes off like Melissa five McCarthy. Minutes. Who? Melissa McCarthy. Didn't she write those Merlin books in the 80s? <laughs> no. She's in that Identity Thief movie coming up. All right, then. I'll She's actually funny in what, Bridesmaids? I don't know. I never saw that. Bridesmaids either. is good. I can't believe it. I'll probably watch it. It's got one of, your best, one of the best pooping in the street scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, let me go ahead and put it in my queue. Let me fire up the old queue. Did they do a porn parody of Bridesmaids? Yeah, it's called Bridesmaids. Yeah. And they did This is 40 Inches. <laughs> Can you imagine that one? Yeah. You got to get June June to film that. <laughs> Where is he when you need him? Yeah. Um, Oddly enough, there was a sound effect upstairs. Yeah, my, my family is upstairs watching Grease. At least we're current. I watched Running Man from the 80s, and they're watching Grease. Yeah, the they're either, upstairs. This is my life. At any given time, there's one of four movies on the television. Uh, yeah, I've got you beat. I'll okay. be beaten. Go okay. ahead and tell me your films. Okay. Annie. Then oh. the Annie remake. Oh. oh, no. Grease and Brave. Eclectic. That's the phrase I use for your family. And June's Pirates. June June's Pirates? Yeah, what's yours? Yeah, mine is Franklin. What? Franklin. What's, what's the Franklin? About, the one about that damn turtle running around. <laughs> it's the cartoon. Gamera? The Fra- Fra- I don't even Franklin. Know. Okay, Franklin. What Franklin else? the turtle. He's just running around with his other animal friends. There's, okay. something, there's something there. Um, the other one is Sesame Street with, the, with, with gay-ass Elmo. Okay. Which is disturbing before all this shit came out. It's erotic now. Because <laughs> he <laughs> fucked a kid? He jumps on the back of that great big elephant. He says, I, he, in one of the episodes the other night, he said, I'm going to go around the back and hop on top. It's like, yes, you are. Because the, the puppeteer of Elmo gave somebody some shit. What? Is that what I heard? What? Didn't he rape somebody? Don't destroy my childhood. No, that like uh, there was yes, like, he did. Kevin, something or other. He gave he gave a kid something hard. Well, the problem was he was a big black guy with with that kind of a voice. <laughs> Who knew? I think that might be a put upon voice. No, that's his real voice. I've seen the uh, the, the, the documentary. Cast, seen the casting sessions because there's a documentary out there too right now. It's like of, I'm Elmo or something. Of like Elmo that. raping? I don't. I, is it the same guy? That, it is the same guy who does the Elmo rape. Did yes. he rape a kid? He raped a bunch of kids. I think he, he did, yeah. He didn't get away with it. I don't know. Did Elmo get away with it? <laughs> anyway, the end of that scene, that big-ass elephant said he's going to go call Big Bird. Oh. <laughs> you know it. So Fred, I've got, Fred, I've got Fred, you so beat. I know you, you're, watching, you're watching Annie, which is amazing. He's got Fr- Daddy Warbucks in it. Yeah? Father Warbucks. <laughs> I'm watching Franklin the Turtle. So did they ever do a French Tuckle Me Elmo? Elmo? Yeah, I've got two Annies fucking rolling around upstairs. <laughs> One of them is the fucking little curly-haired cunt. <laughs> I've got Franklin the Turtle, Iron Chef, and Running Man. <laughs> and it's the American Iron Chef. I'd like to have, if you know, that, the thing, who, who would you like to have lunch with? Those are the three I'd choose. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the Iron Chef, <laughs> Annie, and Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> and the turtle. You're going to get lucky that night. Yeah, oh, fuck yeah, Give me that hard shell Annie before be, I leave. Annie be running upstairs in the orphanage with a map of Hawaii on her back. <laughs> My hair wasn't red before I left. But the funny thing is, is you want to talk about a st- severe drop-off. You got Albert Finney playing Father Warbucks in the, in the early 80s one. Yeah. And then you got Victor Garber playing him in the more recent one. Victor Garber of Titanic and uh, uh, Alias fame. 
Yeah, it's exactly the fame I was going to give him credit for. Now, if you were to recast Annie today, and they actually Will Smith is producing, his daughter's not going to be in it, but originally she was, but they just announced it that they're that Will Smith is producing a new remake of Annie. Right. What would your modern casting? Okay, let's. I'll go through each character. Well, if Will Smith, if he's producing, no, forget him. This is Steve Murphy's Annie. Oh God! All right, for Daddy Warbucks. Well, hold on. We get one actor. We'll both cast this. Start with the director. Okay, the director of the of the new Annie musical of Steve Murphy's Annie. Yeah, June June. (laughs) Okay, Victor Salva would be mine. Victor Salva's Annie. (laughs) Wait a minute. Well, you win already. Um, (laughs) Who would you cast as Mrs. Hannigan, the rude orphanage master? Oh my God! It's got to be a woman. Well, I thank you for that. And, and just as a, uh, it, uh, it was Carol Burnett in the early one, yeah, and it was Kathy Bates in the more recent. Actually, Kathy Bates is a very good choice, but I wouldn't go that way. I would go with if this is my version, I would go with Christine Young, the porn star. Okay, who oh, I looked up after you mentioned her. By the way, I didn't mention her. Not a night. fan. She's got a serious Russian voice. What? She's a Russian. I thought she's Canadian. She's got the fucking red scare, all right. I don't know what you saw. Um, anyway, so Christine Young, the porn star, is my as Mrs. Is, is Mrs. Annie. Mrs. Hannigan. Mrs. Hannigan. She's the villain. They sing "It's the Hard Knock Life" because of how she treats him. All right then. And I would probably go with Lori Petty. Why? Because she's been out of the spotlight. Because she needs the work, and because you got to employ, you got to employ her. Let me speak for Justin. I think Justin would pick someone like Jane Lynch. Who was great in uh, Wreck It Ralph, which I just saw. She's good in a lot of things. She's she's amazing. Is that because she's a lesbian and so is Lori Petty? No, but she is amazing in one of the best films ever made. Mighty Wind. Sleepover. Oh, she plays the mother there. She's great in the which is my though. top one of my top five films of all time. So we're casting uh, Father Warbucks now. Daddy Warbucks. Who is going to play the bald supremacist? The the leader, the wealthy, the guy who brings Annie. Into his heart. Well, I got to think about stature and current status upon the earth. I Daddy go Warbucks is? Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> Star of The Last Stand. He's in that movie. And he's been dead a few years. He's still alive. No, he, he's not. He's, he's, he's still dead. alive. Oh, you lying bastard. He's dead. Harry That's Dean why Stan- I picked him. Harry, Harry Dean Stanton just was in The Last Stand with Schwarzenegger. No, I don't believe He you. gets shot off a tractor. That's why. Which is slang. My my daddy Warbucks, I'd I'd go I'd I'd go against type. First of all, I wouldn't cast a bald guy because there's some people I need to see bald. Yeah, and I want to get somebody who doesn't set off that austere like wealthy, like because Albert Finney is an aristocrat. Victor Garber is a man of wealth. Indeed, and metal letters as well. Um, so I would cast Peter Dinklage. I want to see that bitch bald. A stunt casting. Stunted? Stunted casting. Um, okay, so Annie herself. Stunted slime casting. You need somebody with a fantastic singing voice and someone small. <laughs> the problem there is she's got to be abroad. Yeah. No, Three I mean, she, she can actually be in the country. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's your Annie? <laughs> I mean, I know you keep up to date on certain websites. Who's a hot young talent? Wait a minute. No, because I gotta, I gotta cast this, but I get thrown in all everybody's favorite jail. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Who would I want to see as Annie, the cute little redhead? Yeah. Who's got a lot going on down? I mean, um, and the sun will come out tomorrow. <laughs> directed by June June. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna I'm, get... I mean, the prerequisites: small, 
female able to pull off a red wig? Well, my prerequisite, small. Let's say it at the same time. One, two, three, Linda Hunt. <laughs> no? <laughs> I thought we had the same one. I thought she's dead. She lives. No. She's I, gone. I saw her browsing a magazine stand in Los Angeles. You did not. You Maybe a couple of years ago. I bumped into Linda Hunt. If you saw Linda Hunt and you're, you're dead. She's great. She is great, but she's been dead a few years. One of the only people ever to win an Oscar for playing the other sex. Also one of the few people to win an Oscar for being dead. Linda Hunt lives. I don't believe you. Linda Hunt, do you remember what movie she won an Oscar for for playing a man? Yeah, it was Every Which Way But Loose. <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's, that's a different person, isn't it? That's Clyde. That's my... <laughs> <laughs> you know you fucked up when you keep being mistaken for Clyde. You're I always tape. do. That, that's why I'm a racist bastard. He's in the Peter Weir film. The Peter Weir film, the one... Mel Gibson. Um, the Year of Living Dangerously. Yeah, that was not actually going to be... Uh, it, of all the Mel Gibson films, I was going to say... Mrs. Soffel? I was going to say uh, Forever Young was going to be my choice. Oh. Which I saw, in, the- I saw in theaters, thank you. So did I. Then who, you're a fool. Who's the woman in that? Uh, who cares? I don't know who she was. All I remember is uh, he was a World War II fighter pilot, and then there's a treehouse somewhere. That's, right. That's literally all I remember. Yeah. It's not a good movie. I'm pretty sure that's true. He was in, that was like a bad period for old Mel. Yeah, the man with wire. no face. Bird on a wire. Bird on a wire. Yeah, like Air America. Lethal Weapon 3. Hamlet. Hamlet's not bad. His not, Hamlet's actually pretty good. It's not bad, but it's the same period. But I, I remember enjoying his Hamlet. And I, I love Branagh's Hamlet. It's overblown and very egotistical, which is exactly how I like my films. Yeah. Well, and it's fitting for the, for the material. And Charlton I'm, Heston's last film, I think. No. I think it is. I mean, I know he's still around, but... <laughs> he's not... He's no more. What? I think he was at Planet He's Apes. not dead. Wasn't he at Charlton Heston's Apes? alive. Charlton Heston is <laughs> so gone. Bullshit! Charlton Heston lives. Everybody else is gone. If he was alive... And he's still a spokesman for the NRA? No. He's still around. He's a spokesman no, for I... the RAP. <laughs> the RAP? The RAP. Rest. What is it? Planet of the Rapes. That's what Scooby Doo's favorite movie is. This could be a good year for movies. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm looking forward to Oblivion. I'm looking forward to Sky Skyrim. Um, oh, wait, Pacific Rim. No, Skyrim. It's a video game. Well, so is Oblivion. <laughs> oh. Are you have looking you forward to Oblivion? Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for Oblivion? It's like Tom Cruise. All right, no, there you go. And Wally. The answer is no. It's like a Wally. No, I'm actually on. I'm boycotting Tom Cruise. I'm sick of him. What? I'm, I'm finally. No, you, I'm, I'm finally I, fed up. I think you got him mistaken for Terry Crews. Nope. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, first of all, I like. The, I like Terry Crews' spelling better. Yeah. What? Why would you boycott Tom Cruise? He hasn't. Because I actually, I accidentally saw about 16 minutes of Night and Day the other night. That's a fun movie. It's a it's a horrible thing. She's awful. He's great in that movie. His hair is bad in that film. Who gives a fuck about his? I care about his hair. What's wrong with his hair? When it was a scene, he was Wispy? yelling at he was yelling at, uh, at the Joker, and his hair was flopping all over the place. I thought it was Hugh Grant had accidentally been inserted into it, and actually, it wasn't even good Hugh Grant hair. 
So that's the reason why I'm boycotting. I'm not, I don't care about his religion or anything else. It's the fact that his hair was Mission shit Impossible in Mission Impossible movies, the last two were very good. What's the most recent Tom Cruise movie? Rock of Ages? He was good in that. It's not a good movie. Tropic Thunder, I thought. No. Right, how long ago was that? That's like three years, five years. I thought that was current. But uh, he's got two movies coming out. One of them you're going to love because he plays a fucking guy who runs around kicking ass in a robot suit. Yeah, you're right. And the name one. of the movie is All You Need Is Kill. All You Need Is Kill? All You Need Is Kill is the name of the movie. Until they change the title. Yeah, they probably will to Oblivion again. It's a great title. But uh, no, I think Oblivion looks fun. It's like a little mixture of Wally and uh, Apocalypse. A little I Am Legend meets Wally. Yeah, that pretty much is a, is a damning statement about it's it. It's got Morgan Freeman. If it's the good part of Wally. Wally's the first great. half of it. Yeah, it is. He's like, he's on, oh, and he wears a Yankees hat and he's roaming the post apocalyptic world. Oh, yeah, so it sounds like a sequel to War of the Worlds. What else are you looking forward to? We've got two Marvel movies. Uh, got Del Toro's Sea Creatures film. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Yeah, which apparently there was a uh, sneak preview the other yeah, day. Yeah, bullshit. What happened? It's, I'm sad I wasn't invited. There may be a reason why you weren't invited. Yeah, because I was going to be blabbering about how shitty it is. Yes. Get, lose another director friend. <laughs> you I'm, jumped the gun, didn't I'm you? Hemorrhaging, <laughs> I'm hem- hemorrhaging contacts here. <laughs> um, Don't say any shit about June June then. <laughs> I'll, I'll be, all you have left. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be working with Albert Pion, June June, and fucking <laughs> Todd Solondz. Well, there you go. Yeah. That's all you Your need. Favorite movie? <laughs> Todd Solondz. Favorite love scene? Yeah, he's got too many Z's in his Storytelling. name. Storytelling? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the best scene ever in so any it, film of all time yeah, ever. Selma Blair getting it. Yeah. Getting a wisdom, Minus the red box. Getting a wisdom tooth. Yeah. Thank um, you got Iron Man 3 and, was it, Thor 2 this year. So Thor 2 has got to be my number one film. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be amazing because most of it take, takes uh, place in uh, Asgard, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> or is it Sarsgard? I, I, I think you're thinking of the Pirates movie. Oh, yeah. Asgard. That's what they all wore. You know I'll see the damn Pirates movie. We got The Lone Ranger. Yeah, just on the trailer. It looks like fun. Looks silly as hell. Yeah. Which is about how you can do a Lone Ranger in the year 2013. And then we got... Uh, I mean, we got so much good shit coming out. I don't remember anything else. Star Trek. Oh yeah, it'll be I a blast. Loose fitting pants for that screen. That's gonna be amazing. Now I love some Cumberbatch. You did not want to like the remake. I no, that's well documented. I actually hated it. I hated it more than I hated the Nazis going into that film. <laughs> it's, it's true. Okay, it's true. I did. And then you then I thought it was amazing. I, I absolutely loved it because it's the whole time travel aspect where it. It released me of my inner nerd them. Okay. I was able to reconcile the timeline. Yeah. So what kind of um, sound effects do you have on your phone? Well, let's see. Uh, my, my text message is uh, Picard's ready room sound. <laughs> so whenever I get a text, I have to say, come. Okay. And then I do. Okay. So you basically haven't exercised the Star Trek demons. No, I have. I But wait. I've exercised at least five. Are you at the point where Star Trek is better to you than Star Wars? Yes. But I love I love the original. I mean, I love Star Wars. I love the the first three or the. Second. I don't know if you heard this, but J.J. Abrams is doing Star Wars. I think it's amazing. You've been paying attention to the news. No, I know about that. And I, I Zack Snyder is doing a Star Wars movie. I, the more the merrier. How can it possibly be any any worse than what Lucas put out? And if any so called Star Wars fan is against it, which apparently there are a lot of them, no, they I don't need think to just, so. They need to piss right off. I don't think anybody's really. I mean, don't the only. Every anybody who's against that, 
anybody who's against that, who thinks that the prequels are better, who thinks that Zack Snyder and Abrams can do worse than what Lucas did, they need to go ahead and yeah. kill themselves and decrease the surplus population. I, I, I'm all Thank for them. Thank you, Mr. Dickens. I'm all, I'm all for them killing themselves. Kill themselves now. But I'm all for Zack Snyder not making a movie ever Why? again. Because he's a, he's a... Who cares? Actually, Man of Steel, looks, Man of Steel looks all right. Man of That's Steel another could, one this Man, year. Man of Steel could be amazing and it could be a nightmare. But who cares? Yeah. Let him do a Star Wars film. It can't be any worse. And what, Abrams is... What's the worst thing he's done? The worst thing he's done is Super 8. Well, I never saw it. Apparently it was good. It's not that good. It's apparently amazing. I've got, I've got it on good, good standing that it's a great film. See, I get excited and think he's 8mm. Oh, that's it. That's what I get excited about. So it's my third favorite child porn film. 8mm? Yes. Is that, is that a penis size joke? It is 8mm. Oh. What... So tell me Skyfall was your favorite movie last year. Skyfall was my favorite movie. Yes, it was. It was ah. It was absolutely. But it's still not my favorite Bond film. Which is? It's From Russia With Love. Still. Still to this day. 1963. Still my favorite. Because I, I, I watched it again a couple of weeks ago. From Russia With Love. It, kill, it kills me. Theme it's song by? Matt Monroe. It, actually, that's a misnomer. His theme song's at the end of the film. Because that was before they started doing yeah, it. Goldfinger it's, it's, was the first? Well, it's still the... Yeah, Goldfinger was the first one. Because the Dr. No, the, the technical theme song was Three Blind Mice. Yeah. Or Tree, Bl- Tree Blind Mice. I, went th- I recently went through all the Bond movies' songs, and I was astounded. How, how many you actually like. Yeah, and how many I don't. So let's about, go through. Let's do that. That's, that's topical. Well, that's easy. We'll go with Doc- Dr. No. is Three Blind Mice by a bunch of Jamaican people. Fuck them. Pretty good. From Usher Love's... Well, if you go technically, the instrumental at the beginning, John Barry's version of the Matt Monroe song, which John Barry wrote. But that song's not good either. The, no, Matt, that, that, the Matt Monroe song. No, it's one of my it's top two or three. It's it's puke. It's amazing. What do you mean? Because he, I know what the problem is with you. You like that Sinatra fuck, that off-key ass, warbling asshole. You like him because a lot of people compared Matt Monroe to, to Sinatra, but Monroe could actually carry a note and I don't keep like that velvet Sinatra voice. that much. Because he's shit. But his daughter did one of my favorite Bond yeah, songs. Yeah, you only live twice. We're okay, not there so, yet. So, uh, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. Shirley Great. Bassey. One of the classics. Of course it is. Maybe number one or two. After Goldfinger comes, Thunder? Thunderball. Oh. Yeah. Tom That's Jones. great. It is That's great. my favorite one. Over the top and amazing. It's way over the top and it's retarded. Mm-hmm. And it's it's bombastic. Yeah. And Tom Jones is a is a horse shit. Yeah, but he nails it. Especially at the end where there's that... that uh, that, uh, that, rumor, t- that rumor that he passed out with a high note at the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, is he a piece of Irish or Scottish horseshit? He's a Welsh asshole. Okay. And then after Thunderball, we changed Bonds. You only, no, we didn't. You, went, you only lived twice. Okay. That's, Nancy uh, Sinatra. That's a great song. Yeah, John Barry. It's brilliant. Yeah, I especially like it when Micah ripped that off in one of our songs. Uh, last Transmission? Yeah. Um, and then we changed Bonds. Nancy Sinatra's actually got a good voice. Yeah, for that one. Not for Boots Are Made For Wall. That's a great song, too. That song's horrible. Me so horny. No, that's... What? <laughs> in Full Metal Jacket, that song is used amazingly. What? These boots are made for Christopher Walken. Oh. That's, that's how long it's been since The second half film. of the movie starts off, and there's a whore walking with her ass in the camera. Oh, after the boot camp. That's, that's where I turned the film off. That's Actually, the second half is amazing. Uh, that's when I stopped watching. After uh, You Only Live Twice comes... OHMSS. 
And that's it's an instrumental, but it's also got Louis Armstrong's. Who uh, sucks a big fucking But that's cop. a great song. His, his is a great song, but his is not the theme song. The theme Louis song Armstrong is, is an amazing player of an instrument, yeah, and his voice a, is curdled pussy. Have you seen those pictures of him with his big-ass black cheeks flying in the wind? <laughs> <laughs> He's blowing on that trumpet. <laughs> Old Sasquatch, and that is <laughs> that his name? He's like, oh, I just alienated our, our one black listener. I'm sorry, Micah. I do apologize. <laughs> is in his name Old Sasquatch? No. Um, yeah, he's he's got like three cheeks. I know he does. Uh, like, I think he had some of the tendons removed in his upper face. Yeah, I think you're right. But he's, his voice makes me vomit. But it works for that song. We have all the time in the, in the afterlife. Because uh, she takes a bullet in the face. Speaking of people who sound like, like Elmo, that's the Muppet voice of all Muppet voices. No, he's Rolf the dog. He's the piano player. <laughs> he was? Rolf the dog. No. Yeah, Rolf was the... the, the... No, that's the David Mamet movie. Oh. Um... <laughs> After and then we go then we go back to Connery. Yeah, with Diamonds Are Forever, which is another great, great song, song. Shirley Bassey. It's a great song. It's a great song. And then Live and Let Die, which is my favorite. Yeah, that's the best song because that doesn't even sound like it was written for a Bond movie. That was what they all said at the time. Really? Yeah, Harry Saltzman, one of the producers at the time, hated the song because he said it was it was not going to be commercial when and it was actually a number two hit, <coughs> and it would not amount to anything, and it got nominated for an Oscar. Who was would, the uh, second lead creator in Wings? Paul McCartney. I mean, who else had any say? Paul McCartney. Nobody else had any say. No one else. He's got Linda as a co-writer, but that was who the else tax was in the band? Denny McLean from Moody Blues. He was the guitarist. But so he, Denny McLean was walking around. Yeah, but he fucked him up on taxes, so no, he didn't give him any credit. Denny McLean was walking down the street, and he had a song in his hand. And McCartney was walking around the street, and he had a different song in his hand. They ran into each other. And that's Live and Let Die. Because it's like three songs farted together. No, it's actually just one song. But he does that Jamaican bit in the middle because he's trying to match the tone of the, of the film. Because Which part is of it the Jamaican in, bit? Um, the soft, what does it matter to you? No, there's like three songs. Like the soft no, part. the beginning and the, part. And yeah. the... Oh, yeah, that's right. The bombastic. That's the James Bond part. The, begin, the first part is his Beatles ballad thing. Yeah. Where when you were young in your heart. Right. And then he goes to the Jamaican bit in yeah. the middle to... to Match the mood of the film. And then he goes back to that bombastic James yeah. Bond part. It's a great song. It is great. It's my favorite. It is not, it doesn't really, well, it sounded like nothing before it in terms of a Bond song. And following that is another Roger Moore. No, yeah, it is. But it's, it's John Barry's least favorite of his compositions, which is Man with the Golden Guns, sung by Lulu. It's a pretty bad it's song. It's awful. It's a very, he was embarrassed by it. Who is? John Barry, he wrote it. What's Lulu? She's a singer. Is that what, what do you mean? What's Lulu? I don't, I don't even know. It's yeah, a, it's that sixties bird. She's, she's singing the it. Fucking cantina in Star Wars, I bet. Then they took about four years off, and they came back with "Spy Who Loved Me," which Carly. It's a great song. It is a great song. She's boring as absolutely hell, though. In life, in any other song but that one, including "Your Sylvain." No, I actually I like "Your Sylvain." I like uh, the original studio version of that when she, you know, because you know that song. I bet you think the song's about there's a lot of controversy over who it's really about. Yeah. And she gave it away in the original version of that song. You're William Devane. <laughs> I bet you think the song is about you. You're William Devane. 
You remember William Devane? I know who William Devane He's is. A fucking actor. He's great. Not that guy. I thought he was a writer. No. I thought he was a writer for the New York Times. No. No. Goodbye, Bill Devane. Who, who is the rumor that that song's really about? Two people. James Taylor? No. No, never. Number one was Warren Beatty. Number two is Skip Stevenson no, number from Real People. Number two was Mick Jagger, because, but he sings backing on that song. So I think you can take him out of that equation. It's not, it's not about Skip Stevenson from Real People? I don't think. It's not about Hervé Villachet either. Fuck. You're in the grave. <laughs> You're small. Okay, so after... <laughs> it doesn't rhyme. After um, Spy Who Took the Serious Loss goes Moonraker, which is a great song with Shirley Bassey again. What's, is it, does she actually say Moonraker in it? Yeah. Just like the Moonraker does. It's a it's a peanut. It's one. Of, it's the worst Shirley Bassey song. No, just like the Moonraker knows. I think it's a shitty song. It's a great song. It's very melodic, beautiful melody. John Barry wrote that and recorded it in France because he was on in Texas tax exile. So after Moonraker comes Octavagina. Nope, for your eyes only, because they were going to reboot the whole series. That's kicking, a short song. Yeah, but it's a good song. It's, it's a great a, song. Sheena Easton. Sheena Easton actually she actually carries a note in this song, sort of. What do you mean she acts like you're surprised? Yeah, her her was it that song she had that night train to Australia problems, her big hit before that. Yeah. So horribly bad. She's off key. She's My like Frank Sinatra. Takes produced the morning it. That's train. It. Off key half the time. And then she had another another song in the eighties where she's just so flat she's, on all she's these cute. notes. Yeah. Except for that hair. Yeah, she was the first singer to show up in the opening credits at the time. That happened again and again, though. It only happened one other time, I Didn't think. Didn't Alicia Keys and Skyfall. Jack White? No, they're not in it. Alicia Keys is in A Naked Woman with Bullets? In, in Adele in Skyfall, in the opening credits? How do you not? I mean, you'd know, because she's fucking huge. She's not. She's not. Anyway, okay, so after... After Your Eyes Only, which they were going to reboot the whole series, they got awkward problems. Which That's all-time high? Yeah, Rita Coolidge. It's a boring song. Yeah, I'm, it's better in my memory than it was in actuality because it's... It's a good melody, and it fits with the, with the film. How many listeners do you think we've lost already? I don't care. Um, Justin, for, for one. I've got um, a place we go to one of maybe my second or third favorite songs. The worst. A View to a Kill? Sucks. It's, it's fucking great. Sucks. It is great. It's great. It's an awful song. That's Duran Duran at the top of their... That's one... I was a huge Duran Duran fan, and that was the straw that broke the nose back. No, I back. think what the straw was, it, it was 85, and you were like 23 years old. <laughs> Maybe you, Thank you. you, you Thank you. <laughs> Maybe you gave up your Duran Duran fandom then. No, it's like... Because I remember, I know the whole story, because I... I think I've said this in the podcast before, but... I mean, how, who could keep track? Who remembers? We've who been could? doing this for 50,000 years. But... Uh, the Sarlacc. There was an accident on a boat. Simon Le Bon was supposed to die. <laughs> Seriously. The lead singer, Duran Duran, was trapped under an overturned boat, and he was supposed to die. And he, was, he's, he lived. And that the next song that Duran Duran did was A View to a Kill. But I think he did die, and he sold his soul. <laughs> really? Because the music was different. And then when you play that song backwards, yeah. it says, I am a biscuit. <laughs> Meeting you, I'm a biscuit. I'm, ser- I'm serious. Me and Sean used to turn. I had that 45. We'd play it backwards, and it was, <laughs> I am 40. a biscuit. You had the View to Kill 45, and you hated the song. I had the fucking 45. You know, that, that was the very first Bond song to ever reach number one in the U.S. Doesn't mean anything. It's a Billboard. Billboard's it's, a. It's a great song. It Billboard is, a, is an, a, it a is nightmare. A great Bond song. It's just some guy hitting fucking orchestra hits on his keyboard. It's followed up by a, a mediocre Bond song, but a I still like it. Wait, wait. You're not going to know it. Well, think about it. 85, Roger it's, Moore was 58. His last movie was Video Kill, wasn't it? Yep. So we're back at Dalton now. The Amazing Man. 
fucking license uh, live, uh, living daylight yes that's aha. aha and that one sucks a baby's puss <laughs> it's not great but i like it it sucks it's not great aha is an awful band yeah they are the falsetto dick yep yeah they had a falling out with barry in that and then we have uh license to kill license to kill which is one of my least favorite bonds who sings it gladys knights minus the pips got a license to mm-hmm. oh it sucks yeah it's really it sucks. bad it's a shame because tim dalton deserved the best and that's a, that's a very good film. It's not a Bond film, but it's a good action movie. I like it. I think it's And uh, Anthony Zerby from Kiss Meets Fan of the Park explodes in it. Man, he does. And uh, Benicio Del Toro takes the loss. He's, and uh, Robert Davi's pockmarks are all over that movie. Man, he's got that damn green lizard with him. And then we go to, to the most famous uh, Bond. Yeah, we go to Pierce. Pierce Brosnan with Goldeneye, which is actually a pretty good song. A very good song and a good film. Get the the beaten one sings that one, but it was written by you too, if you could believe that. Bono and the Edge, Ugh. yeah, the best U two song. No, but uh, yeah, so Tina Turner. And then we go to uh, the Living Daylights, which no, I like, go, and you don't. And we don't go we don't go back in time. To <laughs> I mean, I mean, as much as you tomorrow want never to. dies, which I love that song. I love. I, well, no, hold you on. like the Katie Lang song? We I know, do, and it's not that good. The Katie Lang song "Surrender" is is one of the best Bong songs ever. Yes, it is. The that full was name used. of the song is "Surrender Your Panties," which why wouldn't it be the best? The Show Crow song is quite 10. good. That's actually I Cheryl love that Crow song. Is, I don't like it at all. But Katie Lang's "Surrender" at the end credits is in my top ten all-time Bond songs. It is great. It, it epitomizes everything a Bond song should be. It Including back all to the, the songs by Gary U.S. Bond. It harkens, it does. It harkens back to the days of Tom Jones where he was overly bombastic with Thunderball. It's great. It's over the top. She does an amazing job no, that's, belting uh, it out. That's that's Kenny Loggins. He sang <laughs> on Over the Top and so does Sammy Hagar. I, I don't like it when he says Danger Zone. Look, over the Top has a great soundtrack. Over the Top does. That Sammy Hagar too. Giorgio Moroder score. Turn my hat around and then it's like I'm flipping the switch. Yeah, Lincoln Hawk. It's the best. It is great. Someone tried to tell me the other day that film was terrible and I punched him right in the face. It's a shame it was your daughter. It's true. So after her first words. Tomorrow Never Dies, we have The World Is Not Enough with Garbage. Yeah, which I hated it at first, but actually I've liked it. The I only like thing it, is, is... I like it now. But all it song, is her singing along with that melody, though. It is, yeah. But it's, it's a very good... And David then she Arnold let some guy pee on her. Shirley Manson's... The claim to fame is she likes to be pissed on. Now, where did you read this? In Rolling Stone or, or Piss On magazine. <laughs> I forgot which. What if you've jerked off on both of those magazines? I, Rolling Stones gives you a bigger landing area. The <laughs> <laughs> world yeah. is not enough was the last Timothy Dalton. No, no die another day. No, hold on now. Why do you keep saying Timothy Dalton? I, I, I mean, too want to go Brosnan. back. I too want to go back to those days because Pierce Brosnan was a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Die another day was the last. Die another day was the last. And yeah. the worst Bond song of all time. Yeah, and there's nothing. And actually, the worst Bond film of all time. Nothing comes close to it. Nothing compares. It's awful. Nothing compares. Yeah. The worst Bond song though. Yeah, it is. Madonna. Yeah. The worst. Of course it is. It's and then and then they took a break. For and a then they made years. a fantastic one with, with probably the second best Bond song. It's right up there. But it, again, it doesn't sound like a Bond song. It's a rock tune. Casino Royale, You Know My Name. Yep. Christopher Cornell. I which, love the song. And then something, I don't even remember the song from Quantum of Solace. Because it, it's horrible. It's Jack White, Alicia Keys. It's, oh, no, it, I do like that song. It is the next I like to, that song. It's the next to last worst No, I, I forgot, but I like that song a lot. It's horrible. Another Way to Die? Yeah. It's so bad. It is so. It is so unbelievably bad. I, I love great. the opening notes. I love the song until they start singing. 
You said production it's too lo-fi, right? It's very lo-fi. The production value is not like it was recorded 50,000 years ago. In Speaking a, in of five lo-fi, caves. Herbie Vilshay is after success. <laughs> he's, he's not a, Hey, it's lo-fi. I think you came back and punched him in the, right in the old. I think, I think uh, that's a very good song, and, you, and you're disrespecting it. I'm actually not, because it's shit. Look in my eye. It's bad. It's so bad. You don't do a duet on a Bond song. The hell not you with don't. those two. Not with those two. You do not. Well, I mean, that, thankfully, you'll everything be very was... sad to know that there's a duet on the next Bond movie. Is that right? Yeah. Who is it? You I mean, you don't read the trade magazines. Is it the Keys and the Nightsticks? No. No, it's fucking huge. Can you imagine that duet? The Knowns and the Knowns? It's uh, the Cranberries and Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Zombie. Twist that guy. Um... And then uh, we have Skyfall. Skyfall, which is fantastic. It is amazing. Great song. Especially in context with the film. It's even better watching it with opening credits. And I like how what she tries to make rhyme. I don't know. She didn't really write Let the Skyfall in the crumber. Yeah. She was, I would she was eat a, all the buffet she, on my way to the year. She was all sorts of five pregnants. She was? Yeah. How, how did she even know? She was seriously pregnant. Yeah, she's she's very talented at eating. I actually I I've grown to appreciate Adele because I originally didn't know any better, and I just thought she was an American Idol person. Yeah, see, all these years I thought she was a, skinny. Uh, no, I thought she was from the the British version, the um, Euro song. I thought that's where she came from. Did you ever watch the? Um, I, I'm sure you don't. I mean, you don't watch that much TV, do you? No. Uh, this is porn. Because they had a Peruvian one. It was called or Franklin the Terrible. American Throw Me the Idol. <laughs> you think Justin liked that joke? Caesar did. Isn't there, um, <laughs> you know, isn't, tell- the, isn't the capital of Peru uh, Levon Hernandez? No. That's Lima. Oh, it's Jose Lima. Yeah. Um, dead. Baseball, Is he really? Baseball player dead. He had some roid rage? Jose Lima, no, he died. Why? Like he committed suicide. He took the easy way out. He took the coward's way out. <laughs> um, you know what's funny is... There's uh, no telling. Can you... Okay, you're talking about movie tie-ins? Franklin the Turtle. Franklin the Turtle's great. But you talk movie tie-ins... How do they not do a sna- like a potato chip for the indie indie movies? Cool Ranch Jovitos. I don't get it. Okay. What is that? You know. If you open a can, it goes. Psst, psst. <laughs> What's going on in there, Catherine? Oh, I guess this part will be edited out. <laughs> this is the best part. No, I turned. Uh, I turned the. Uh, Oh. So back to the porn parodies. If you were to list your top five porn parodies of all time, yeah, what would they be? I'd be uh, oh my favorite Nick Nolte Eddie Murphy film would uh, another Forty Eight Humps. Forty another that's another, a sequel. Yeah, forget the first one. That one had James Ramore. Do you like how I'm even trying? Yeah. I'm not really. Oh. Okay. My my second favorite porn film would be The Octagon. <laughs> okay. 
fuck Norris. That sounds like a dirty. That's like a dirty is film, it, anyway. Is that a fuck Norris movie? It is. <laughs> <laughs> that was too easy, and I like it. <laughs> you do. I do. I, I love it. What about? Okay, I've got a couple. You got a couple. Couple. One of my favorite early '80s porn parodies, "Something Wicked This Way Comes." It's pretty good. Isn't that with Betty Davis? No. Um, That's just with her eyes. And then uh, another Jonathan Price movie. Jonathan Price was in a lot of porn parodies. Yeah. <laughs> he's the worst, by the way. Jonathan Price. He's he's in Tomorrow Never Dies. He's fine in that. His his accent in Ronan. Oh God, I forgot about that. The Irish accent. It's it's bad. It's never good when an Englishman can't do a, a good Irish accent. Well, why would you ever want to learn an Irish accent? Well, if you're an Englishman, it's very easy to. You just have to drop the f bombs. <laughs> is that, Bom- a, is that a, it's an NRA joke? Yeah, yeah, Bom- NRA. Who needs letters? As we wrap up, we just alienated all of our Irish listeners. Fuck them. Agreed. You need to see John dies at the end. Spoiler. It's a it's a, it's a Don Coscarelli movie. Hook me up. It's got the son of Don Coscarelli in that one. No, it's got. Why the hell would I see it? It's not that great, but it's got some moments. But it's got um, it's got an Ang- Angus Grimm features prominently. Jesus, how do I? How did I miss this one? Uh, Clancy Brown. Features prominently. Why are you doing this to me? This is amazing. And the science teacher from Gremlins, Glenn Turman, when did this come prominently. out? It hasn't even come out in theaters yet. It's, it's just hit. It's in VOD right now. It's and it's VO- got Paul Giamatti. Let me know when it's in VOA. <laughs> Voice of America. Whoa! I love a good Sammy Hagar joke. It wasn't a joke, actually. It was a statement. He's got to break out that electric keyboard more often. Who does? Sammy. You know he still has that thing. Of course he does. It's going to be flying in in front of the White House with that that old 80s keyboard. It's in a serious note. There is a, an epidemic in film these days. Can I change my... Porn parody? I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no. Can I change my... my the films I'm most looking forward to in, in this year. Yeah. The year of our Lord, 13. Yeah. It's got to be John Dies at the end then. Oh, the fact that all these people in it and Coscarelli has decided to come out of the old cooler to film this one. Right. That's it. That's number one. Okay. There's a there's a couple of big sequels coming out and this year. What is that? Lorenzo's More Oil. <laughs> I can't change my list. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Lorenzo's More Oil? <laughs> That is crazy. You can have more of it. Yeah. Where is he going to spill it? On, on, on the back of his wife. What's that? <laughs> that Sissy is it. Spacek? No, that Susan was, Sarandon? Susan Sarandon, yeah. Lawrence, that's more oil. Classic. I love that. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I mean, I've already seen a lot of movies this year. I, saw, I can't wait to I can't wait to 13. Let me put this on my list. Too. I can't wait to see John Carter if it ever comes out. Have you seen it for real? What? Have you seen it? Is it is it out? 
Have you seen John Carter <laughs> dies at the end of the box office? <laughs> I'm always I always have a cold when we're doing podcasts. <laughs> Did John Carter come out? Did it really? It was a summer movie last year. What year? 2012. The what, what happened? It. It's failed. Hard. Actually, the film I'm most looking forward to in, in 2013 is 2012. <laughs> no, I have yet to see that. I got to find out the Mayans win. There's a. I, I have a. We were supposed to get Major League Four this year. Really? Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I guess Wesley Snipes still locked up in the old lockup. It's Omar Epps. Remember he replaced yeah, it. I know he did, but no one needs Omar Epps. No one needs Wesley Snipes. Yeah, they do. Wesley Snipes is great. No, the prep, the plot was that Charlie Sheen's character is really the only one that comes back, I think. At least it's believable. Cause, uh, Have you seen that shaking mess of despair? Who? Charlie Sheen. I just saw his new movie, too. I love him, but God, he, 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 was, like he just he, has a starring role. Looks like he's been dead a few years. With Bill Murray. He's got the serious shape. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if he's suffering from the Michael J. Fox problem. <laughs> yeah, the old bobblehead sheen. Oh, he's allergic to pollen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the old family ties joke. It's his wife. I'm aware of what that is. She's cute. I'm aware because I used to watch that show, and she was, she was on there. Extremely cute on that show. Oh my god! Yeah. What did she play? She played his girlfriend. Oh. Well, she took the work home. She did. Yeah. yeah. He gave her the old shuckle buck. Yeah. Michael J. Fox is still good, even yeah. though he trembles. Well, the last thing I saw him in was I'm, I'm about to date myself, by the way. It was on an episode, a couple episodes of Boston Legal. He was amazing in that. And then his character dies. Um, not a convincing death scene. He wasn't able to. No, the problem play was. Dead. You should have known something was wrong because his name was Shaky. Well, <laughs> he, was, he was great on Rescue Me. Shaky's machine. <laughs> Shakes the clown. He was uh, he was great in Rescue Me. He played a a trembling guy. Really? Yeah. Be a good bartender. They wouldn't have to really do much uh, the old mixing <laughs> your drinks. How do you like your martini? <laughs> Stirred. <laughs> that's 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 mean as shit. <laughs> it's so easy to take Michael J. Fox and make a Parkinson's disease joke. <laughs> really? I don't know why. What I've been doing lately is doing Hodgkin's disease jokes with him. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't easy to do. No, <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> That'd be great if you're a Santa comedian. That's your gimmick. Hey, it'd be amazing if you could make it work. All these Michael J. Fox can't see jokes. Uh, I don't know what my favorite film of 2013 is because we're not even in. Well, yeah, we yeah, are. We're you, always, you always make your mind up beforehand, so it's probably Star Trek 2. It is Star Trek Star Trek II. Into Darkness. It is. It is. I have to say it is. Did you see any... Have you seen... Did you see like Django Unchained or... No, I haven't. Zero Dark Thirty or Pi? No, I'm going to wait Pi? for the, the UMD of those. If I pick them up, check them in. Hell Comes to Frogtown. No, I got I to gotta, I gotta see those. I finally saw the trailer to Cool Hand Luke the other day. On, <laughs> I, might, might, I finally watched that one. Um, you should you should take your wife to see Life of Pi. Yeah, and then, never then, mind. And then go right to divorce court. Never mind. The ending is weird. The ending's weird. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Only the ending. No, everything else is beautiful. Yeah, I don't know. It, first of all, let me tell you a few things about my wife. Number one, uh, if the film's phone. if the film's more than 
the film's more than an hour long, it is not going to happen. She doesn't like long movies? No. And I'm sure Life of Pi is, what, three and a half? It's at Four. most two hours. She maybe have, six. She doesn't like long movies. She doesn't like movies where the end is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I can't blame her there, though. I mean, I like a twisted ending. I like the I like an ending that makes you think. Just like Jaws 3. I love that. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, that, that ending just completely... Maverick. Yes. The movies are like, cere- you're like cerebral movies. Yeah, I do. I love like them. Jaws 3, yeah. Maverick. <laughs> Maverick. Clute. Yeah, and the most surreal of all is on Golden Pond. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, Walter turns out not to be a fish at all. I can't believe it. First of all, there was no Golden Pond. Shirley Mann. <laughs> Shirley Manson? She would like... Shirley Manson. Who the hell is Shirley Mann? She's the writer. When she, uh... Uh, you're making her up. No, but Shirley Mann, didn't she Don't write... say her name again. You'll make her exist. <laughs> didn't she write House on Haunted Hill? Isn't no, that Shirley Mann? Shirley, uh, Shirley Jackson? Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe she likes little children. Who doesn't? Yeah. Um... Another another movie that was really cerebral that kind of had an interesting twist at the end, Pretty in Pink. Are we still talking about porn parodies? Snatch. <laughs> where, where the hell's June June when you need him? <laughs> Little big walking and talking. The day trippers. Look who's fisting. Yeah, all hot. Very much so. They need to reboot the Look Who's Talking. <laughs> they do. They could do it with the fucking E Trade baby. The what? It's a horrible commercial. Talking baby. Thank God I don't watch TV. Now, if you had, okay, tell me the truth. If you uh, if you if you had a kid and it started talking immediately and playing with iPads, wouldn't you abort that little shit? Yeah, take that take that thing down to the clinic. It'd be like the end of the Omen. Or the you beginning. get shot stabbing it at him, right? Stabbing it? You, like you get shot almost killing it. Is it too late if your kid's about four or five? Is it too late to take it down to the clinic? It's well, you could take it to the clinic, slang, but to put you can't have it removed. You can't. Is it too late? It's not too late. It's it's too late to go that route. If that kid makes you watch watch Franklin too much, do you think it's too late to take him to the clinic? No. If it's Franklin and Bash, though, that turtle is tormenting me. You don't have to watch it. The kid's giddy. It's a chance for you to sit there and drink your ass off. That is a good point. Father of the year. Do you? Does your daughter really love that sh- Franklin shit? She 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 might like it a lot. She's she, two. Does she have any toys from it? No, I, re- I refuse to. I, no. First of all, I'm not at all. To, I am not the person that is going to let my daughter buy tie-in merchandise to anything. <laughs> Except. Well, to, I got my Obi Wan. It's uh, you know still hermetically sealed. Yeah. I do. I got my no, old Star Wars. No, that was the case. You wouldn't have a daughter. <laughs> I'm old Star Wars trading cards. The old no, Star Wars role See, I like getting my kids tie-in toys to the shit. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Because my son's running around upstairs right now. Or not right now, he's sleeping, but he's running around with a bow and arrow from Brave, and he's carrying the Brave Girl in his hand. It, uh, isn't there an interesting story about that the Brave Girl? What? Didn't your son have a tie-in on that one of his own? Oh, with the penis? Yeah, a little figurine. Yeah, he put the... You know, this is a good story for the Chud listeners, actually. <laughs> so my, my son loves Brave, and, and the lead girl's name is Merida. Redheaded, curly hit, redheaded girl, which is why he likes Annie. And he carries the doll with him wherever he goes. And we discovered he, he takes her in the bathroom with him, with him as well. And uh, this is mirroring my life. He put he uses her hand, not his own. He uses her hand to push his penis down when he's peeing. 
<laughs> he uses Merida's hand to hold his dick when he's peeing. Now I found this out secondhand. <laughs> the joke. But everybody at the Barnes and Noble found out firsthand when he's playing at the Thomas the Train set, and out of nowhere goes, Merida pushes the penis down. God damn kids. I think on the intercom there. The manager to the secret books and David he pushes the <laughs> pushes the I mean, I should be proud because he's he's getting a already getting a hand job from a girl. <laughs> it could be worse. He could be playing with the Braveheart figure. Yeah. <laughs> could be slang. The Brendan Gleason figure. <laughs> what was his name? Hamish? I don't know. Who cares? He's he freaking crushed him like a squirrel. The problem is he uses the Brendan Gleason figure from in Bruges. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. I can't. That's the problem. We went to the Disney store and bought a doll for my son to get <laughs> off with. That's great. Took me. I, it wasn't oh until the God. Greedo figure came out that I was able to do that. He shot first <laughs> into the bowl. <laughs> I don't serve your kind. <laughs> God damn it! I wish I, I wish I'd thought of that, because it's not technically jerking off if you're using a doll's I guess you're hand. Right, it isn't. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'm trying to think which doll I would, I would use right now. Oh my god! It would, it would have to be that that CG Jabba from the special edition. It'd be, it'd be one of the transfers figures. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just one. Of oh, them. and he played Doll Man. Perfect synergy. Who? Tim Thomerson. Oh. He was Jack Death in Transfers, and he was Doll Man. Oh, my God. I get him and Tom Thomerson mixed. I get so excited. Who's Tom Thomerson? I need the Birdman from Butt Rogers. I don't believe it. Or Hawkman. That was an awful character. I think it was Tom Thomerson. T-H-O-M. Ugh. A huge mistake. If you have children, God. don't know, name it do Tom with no, a T-H. It's Tom. Yeah, it's fuck. Well, it's fucked, and it's also right. Well, I'm glad we don't have Justin, because this is so much better without him. You think he would? How how long would it have taken him to be offended with all the rape, and child sex, and Annie jokes? And then we when we then when we started recording.
the flash, whoa, but the puke is loaded.